0: Here we are again. Here we are again. 101, maybe 100. We're not really sure. In there.
1: It's It's in the ballpark. 100, 101, or 102. I can't remember which way it went.
0: What are our numbers anyways but a fucking social construct. Bullshit construct. Exactly. So here we are, fired up, fresh off the Wilson Kratom bar. Have you, like, them? Have you gotten some glass I containers? I haven't had time
1: no. to go get some glass containers yet, but right. I am going to. up oh, my them, Dude, it. once you do it, it's it nice. Is, it's nice, man. Because whenever you reach your hand in a stupid fucking polish, yes. you get them all over your hand and
0: stuff. It's just a mess. I don't know why that's so irritating, but it is. It is
1: irritating. Because well, there's an easier, much nicer, easier solution. Yep. Yeah, you know, it's
0: very cheap. A little scoop, one scoop per jar.
1: oh, well, speaking of that, though, I guess, do you have any scoops I can steal I do. Me?
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. I appreciate that. For sure, yeah. I know. We may have to order some more. we got to think ahead of time because it takes them like six fucking weeks to <laughs> get I, here from China. Oh,
1: it's not that big of a deal. i can I'm sure I can find another shirt. No, no, no. we got enough. Yeah.
0: I, I ordered ten, so that was back when we thought we were going to be like <clears throat> Kratom Barons.
1: Whatever happened to that, we just kind of fizzled out, huh?
0: Dude, there's some legality thing going on You were on a little there. nervous. I was a little nervous. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, if we were going to do it, we would probably want to form an LLC specifically to sell the Kratom. That way, if something happened, if it something, was a, if we, that. Yeah, if we went sideways somewhere. We didn't bring
1: down Peddling Innovations because of our... Right, exactly. I'm not, like, <laughs> moving in with
0: you with my family. Like, hey, Rob, guess
1: what? Our Kratom venture didn't work out. Right. We yes. got
0: sued into oblivion. We're moving in with you. So... Um, so yeah, because I mean it's it's a weird. Uh, I was just saying, one. cool. We're watching ADCC while we're talking here, so yeah, having a weird thing where like you, it's legal in some areas and not in others, and uh, I think that there's something with taking credit cards. And there
1: there must be because uh, yes. when you and I both purchased our kratom from kratomcrazy.com. Yes. Seems to be a very reputable website. Yep. They haven't stolen anything. Shout out, it. man! No, good stuff and uh, good products. But it's a, the first time you make a purchase from there. It's a little concerning because it's not just a credit card. Yeah, you got to give them like an you got to give yeah. you got to give them your uh, your bank account information. Basically, so basically yeah. you, you give them your account number and your routing number. Yeah, and they draft it from your account. And it's, it's kind different. Of, you know, it's it's a, it's a little disconcerting. Yeah, and so it's
0: not necessarily like, we looked it up actually. Kiella looked it up because she's pretty good at that. Shit. Uh-huh. Like she, sometimes she uses Google for too many, like, good things, too many questions, <laughs> but yeah, good things too. And so, uh, yeah, man, she looked it up and uh, it was, man, what the fuck are we talking about?
1: ECH, ECH, yeah, yeah, no,
0: you can get your, they are like federally protected.
1: Oh, are they? Yeah, yeah,
0: so it is a little like a credit card, that's right. Oh, okay, so yeah, she was, uh, all. You know, because I was like, "Man, we gotta either find another place or figure this out." Figure this out. Did I tell you my CBD lady, who I bought my CBD from, was telling me about the CBD woes, like purchased like credit start, card shit. Well, I didn't. Something to do with how they
1: extract it. Makes yeah, it yeah, 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 something. yeah.
0: If it's hemp derived CBD, then it's it's uh, it's legal. And if it's uh, you mm. know THC, like from marijuana derived cbd then it's it's illegal so yeah i think i did mention that but yeah it gets weird man like once you start selling these gray area products on and you got to process credit cards that's where things get a little squirrely things get if, a little squirrely if you're
1: doing it locally in a place that it's legal it's not nearly as bad yeah not nearly as bad but They're when you start processing. yeah, yeah it, it does get a little squirrely
0: yeah so <clears throat> that was and, and man to be honest with you too I think our experience with it was that you give someone a bag of Kratom, they're going to take the bag of Kratom. It <laughs> <laughs> may not be what we wanted them to do. and We may have told them there's more than one dose in here. <laughs> but you'll notice that everyone that we gave a sample to, no one came back and said, hey, that's good shit. Can I get more? Randy did. Well, did, well, well,
1: he hasn't come back and say he wanted more, right?
0: But he's bought his own. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Cool. He's yeah, on yeah. the premium train. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So and I don't
1: know if because who who did we give samples to? Like Cameron, right? Cameron
0: and Tim. I forget who else we did. Um, oh, uh, um, Brazilian Nick, and uh, so yeah, we gave out a few samples. No one, because we when
1: we first tried it, we were like, man, this is fucking awesome, good shit, man. Yeah, but no one else was like, yeah.
0: That. So that, that made me like, huh? I've given it to some other people. And it's like uh, it's interesting. It's cause because it's not again man, people think like, man, if you get a good cup of coffee, right, and you're like, whoa! And you, you feel this thing, and it's like Kratom's almost like an absence of uh, absence of something more than like like adding something. I don't know, like like I don't feel fatigued, right? And like not feeling fatigued is different than feeling like whoo. But the thing is, is like when I'm rolling jujitsu, you know what I want? I want to not feel fatigued. Right. I don't want to feel woo because like woo is gonna get me in trouble. Like woo is like too much energy all at once. And so and it's short lived, and it's it's short lived exactly. There's a downside to it. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a fast burning fuel, man. And so like that's the thing that that we like, you know, I like, and I think you do as well. About kratom is it's like the energy's different, and that it's more of like a like a mellow, more sustained. You're able to still like, you know, think clearly. There's a clarity to it, and so if you're thinking like, man, this is gonna be like snorting cocaine, <laughs> it's like, no, 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 man. Like that's not it. It's not like popping a fucking handful of in or something. You know what I mean? Like whatever your your uh, expectations are, what it is, it's like, huh? I feel pretty good. Well, you know,
1: it's funny, <clears throat> you say that it kind of goes into what we were having a conversation before we hit record. And we got on to how people are always going to tell you about their bad experiences before anybody tells you about their good experiences. Yeah. More more likely. Yeah. And I think that's what happened. Because I remember hearing Cameron say when we
0: gave him a sample. He took the whole bag. Oh, did he? Yeah.
1: I didn't ever hear what happened, his experience of him taking it. I remember hearing him saying, voicing his concerns, like, man, uh, somebody he knew, and it seems somebody we had trained with. Took it, and they said they got all... Brett. Remember uh, Wrestler Brett? Yeah. He said he took it and got all cracked out. It was all fucking strung out on creative. So Cameron was worried he was going to get all strung out on I remember creative. remember Nick said that, too. <laughs> like, I don't know yeah. what
0: Brett was doing, man. It's like, dude, know. what are you doing? Like, I <laughs> well, talked to him. You seem like like, relatively normal.
1: But I guess we, we're going to put... A, <laughs> I'm going to put an asterisk on this. Brett is also the kid who got fired from the weed place for smoking, smoking weed. weed. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe we shouldn't be putting a bunch of yeah, yeah, yeah. weight she, onto what happened to Brett. Exactly what his version <laughs> of the story was.
0: Yeah, man. No, I heard that too. Like, I don't know. Because again, like I've never really experienced the like taking it and feeling like, uh, like you know, if I took a couple of Vicodin or something.
1: No, I never got into that realm.
0: Yeah, no, no, no. Not where you're just like, uh, sitting on the couch and you're just, just like, I don't coast. want to yeah, coma. Right. And no. Yeah, I don't I've never I've never experienced that with it. So maybe it affects some people differently. The, the only
1: I would say negative experience I had with it and it wasn't that bad uh that first store I went to the one guy suggested I took the certain strain to help sleep. Yeah, that's I, right. Yeah. I we are talking it, about that. I it's took not,
0: it, I can't take it to sleep, yeah. No, I took it and
1: I was wide awake. Yeah. Re- re- but I didn't feel I cracked out and I was about reading for like two hours and yeah. then I fell asleep. Yeah. But that I mean so that wasn't a terrible uh, experience. Yeah, it's not for sleep. Not for me, it's not no. for
0: sleep. Yeah, some people maybe but it's not for sleep for mm-hmm. sure. That's what God made weed. Yeah. And uh or whatever. Or meditation and ulers, And uh but uh yeah, no, but, um, yeah, Cameron was the guy. who He was like, oh, I got all sick on it. He's like, I just <laughs> took the bag. I'm like, dude, I told you there was like a couple doses in there, man. You didn't take the whole bag. He's like, I just, you know, dumped it all in there. He took like seven grams or something at once. <laughs> First time. It's like, That's it's not good. Yeah, your tummy's not, not going to be pumped on that. No. He's like, oh. Yeah, so, you know, realistically, I realized <laughs> that one of two things. Either we would have to give people scoops, which is one of the reasons I ordered the scoops. Or pills, man. But that See, that's... If you gave someone some pills and you said take, take two three of these, or, whatever, or two of these, exactly. They would take it. Yep.
1: But if you give them a bag without a scoop in there and tell them, hey, there's about two servings in here.
0: Right. Take a few grams or whatever. They're not...
1: <clears throat> most people, they're not going to have a food scale like me. They're not going to have a We they're, forget. We're outliers, gonna, man. I know. We do weird you, shit. You give someone a, a bag, they're just they're just going to take the whole thing. Yeah. I I, I can totally see that. Yep. So. Yeah, yeah. Our so marketing strategy was a bit flawed.
0: It it was. I mean, it's, but you know, we got to be. I still think that it's not that there's nothing there. I think that it's just, uh yeah, it's a learning thing. And I didn't feel like it was something that you wanted to learn on the fly. <laughs> so, oh, that's a mistake. Sorry, oh, Mr. It, fucking Federal it, Dude. Dude. Yeah,
1: we got guys with fucking aviators and. Tinted window cars outside knocking on the door like, yep. oh, what's going on here? Fucking bank accounts are frozen. <laughs> it's like, damn it. Can't buy groceries for some reason.
0: Again, I may be exaggerating the possible repercussions, but you never know. Don't. One thing I have learned in my life is don't draw attention to yourself. That it's, it's,
1: makes life go a lot easier. <laughs> it does, man. just kind of fly and blow the radar. Yep,
0: exactly. And it's like, dude, do your shit, but just don't draw attention to yourself and... Uh, that's the easiest way to go no. so but anyways i mean i i think there's something there i really like create them and it drives me nuts to hear about like the whole uh have you listened to the Stuart cooper interview on the matt burn podcast yeah. it's like that's a good, good interview it was man. a super good interview i'm about three quarters of the way through but mm-hmm. like to the point where he's talked about him getting addicted to opiates yeah. and and uh, diazepam or whatever yeah and uh you know, again, I'm not saying that like Kratom would have necessarily helped him, you know, because he had a, a double thing going on there. But just the fact like that there are people out there that are like, that this is a, something that has been shown that can help people. And again, I'm saying shown like from anecdotal evidence or whatever. Help like Maybe a, there's not the studies to help. To get people, off of, To get off of fucking opiates, man.
1: And he dude, he couldn't, I don't know where you're at in the interview, but he was struggling to get help. Yeah, like, couldn't get a doctor to help him. No, he because he admittedly <clears> he... Because he was over in Thailand. He's like, I'm hooked on these things. And he called his parents back in England or wherever it was. And he went back moved in with them. He's like, I got to kick these things. My, you know, my life is going fucking down. Yeah. And so they, it's cool. Let's, let's take you to a doctor rehab. And they the pills he was addicted to. The diazepam, The is are what they give to people that are addicted to, like, heroin. Yeah, or, or alcoholics, alcoholics or now. heroin, yeah. But they don't have anything in place for if you're addicted to those diazepans. Yeah. But you you can't just go off and cold Because then
0: technically, legally, you know, if you think about it from like the, the system standpoint, if you walk in and you say, look, I've been taking these things self-administered and I'm, I'm addicted to it, and you give them the drug that they're addicted to, like that... Like, you know what I mean? Like, people would freak the fuck out over right. that. Like, you're puritanical, like, oh, you can't give people the drug that they're on. Like, but they can't go cold turkey. Right, but if you got, got alcohol or what, some other thing and you need this other drug to help right. you get it's off a of it, it's a it's different, a different mindset, right? right? Because you're using a different drug to get off of this. And so, yeah, like, that's what he was running into is, is that little, that weird thing in the legal system of like oh we can't give an addict the drug that he's addicted to but we can give an addict another drug to help them get off of a drug maybe they should
1: have gave him heroin maybe got him addicted to heroin but yeah and he didn't bring him back in <clears throat> and yeah a just joking but uh yeah it was a fucked up story that's crazy man i didn't know that guy went through all that
0: no me neither I love that, that, dude. I mean... His videos that he put out,
1: I'm glad he's back on the scene now, but I thought it was really cool that he was so willing to, like, share his story like that. Yeah. Like, yeah, dude. It was was a really good interview.
0: Yeah, I'm not all... I'm I'm mostly through it, but, yeah, I've gotten to, like, you know, the... Through that, where it was like, yeah, I I had no idea either. I love his shit. I remember I I saw... He did a video on Roy Dean, um, you know, in a profile, Mm -hmm. and it was... Right before I went to Oregon to go on a riding trip, and it was to Bend, where uh, his school used to be back when he had it, and uh, the fucking flies are gonna die. I know,
1: dude. That one's being useless. No, he's always no. no, fucking flying around. Right.
0: I'm gonna go get my fly swatter here in a second. We're have to. Yeah, that things aggressive. I mean, got him. Got him. him. Yes, Danielson. That's pretty good. Hell yeah. But <laughs> uh, scared, I know. Right He's it. like shit. He's coming to get me. He's convinced that one day I'm going to just turn on him and kill him. I don't know why. He's like, I knew it. This is the day. This is the day. This is the day. Oh, man. I knew it. It's coming. I got you, buddy. I'm not going to look at him. Oh, you're a good boy. (laughs) You're my good boy. Yes, you are. You're fine. (laughs) He's like, I'm comfortable here. But, uh, yeah, I remember seeing that video and then going to Ben and I had a chance to go train at, at Roy's school and... It was just cool because Stuart does a really good job of telling a story through his videos. And so, you know, you're meeting Roy and I'm, I'm like, man, I kind of feel like I, feel I gonna, know yeah. a little bit about your story. And I remember telling him, I came in early and he was like, oh, it's $20 for a drop-in fee. And I didn't have the cash. I was like, I had a credit card. And he's like, oh, we'll take care of it after class. And we started talking. and I even told him, I was like, man, I remember... I just watched, you know, that Stuart Cooper video on you and it was great because he basically moved the bend just on a whim. You know, he was like, he, he had people telling him like, hey, it's a great place to live. You know, it's, uh, it's interesting because there's not like a lot of jujitsu there. It's kind of like Grand Junction where it's not big enough to have a bunch, a bunch of schools. And so he just, he went there and he was like, dude, I love this place. It's awesome. I'm going to move here and make it work. I was like, that was like me with Fruta. I think that was exactly what happened with me. I came here and I was like, dude, this place is great. I'm going to move here and make it work. And so we're talking and I'm telling him, like, man, this is great. It's kind of what I did. And we were just chatting for a little bit. And then, uh, yeah, you know, at the end of class, um, I go to pay him with the credit card. And he's like, nah, man, you're good. And cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if it wasn't for Stuart's film, like honestly, and, and kind of like having that that perspective on him and being able to like talk to him about something... You know, I I maybe he would have, but it's like, you know, hey man, you're another cool guy, but it's like, hey, we have a $20 drop-in fee, but you make a connection with somebody and it's like, makes a little, you know, hey man, that's fine. You're here to train, cool. And, uh, but yeah, I, I always remember that, man. It was, it was a really cool experience, especially since Roy doesn't have a school anymore. So, you know, you got to go to like one of his seminars or something to work mm-hmm. with him. But he was, uh, he was cool because originally he was a Japanese jujitsu, um, Guy like he's got a strong Japanese background to his jujitsu, and so it, it reflected in kind of his school and like you know you're sitting in in the in position. the kneeling position yeah yeah and it was it was cool I liked the vibe he had a very cool vibe to his uh, to his school
1: you know that wouldn't wouldn't upset me if. Some jiu jitsu schools were more structured like
0: that, yeah. I think I, 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 I the Brazilian's good, man. But I think we need to like the jiu jitsu, like, man, jiu jitsu has its origins and it's an Asian martial art. Mm-hmm. Well, I, dude, I I, I get it. it because
1: it's a cultural thing. In Brazilian, Brazilian, they uh, I'm speaking just from the Brazilian people I've met and trained with, of as fuck. I haven't spent any time there, but it's a more relaxed culture. Yes. It is a more chilled culture. I'm not saying anything bad, just different. No, no, no. It's just a different... In some ways, it's good. It's a, it's great. It's great. But you see that come through in the martial art. Like, it's, I, I dude, I've trained <laughs> a lot of Jiu-Jitsu schools over the years. Some are more structured and, and disciplined than others. But still, even the more structured, disciplined ones are still pretty chill as far as martial arts go. Yeah, yeah. They, they really are. And because, yeah, I came up in... Uh, Tang Soo Do is Korean karate, a Korean martial art. When I was five, from the age of like five up until I was 12 or 13 was my first experience. And that shit was fucking discipline heavy. Yeah. Str- you like, you don't step on the mat without balling. You don't step on. If you do, guess what? You're going to go stand over in the corner in horse stance and think about why you didn't fucking ball. <laughs> yeah. And then the, the, maybe the instructor will let you join class. Maybe he won't. Oh, your legs get tired. You couldn't hold horse stance until I told you to stop. Do some fucking push ups till your legs feel better and then back to a work stance. you know? That's how it was ran. And you know, when you were when the instructor was get, you know, telling you the lesson or teaching the technique, you were fucking paying attention. You got caught talking? Oh, guess what? You got enough energy to talk? Go do some more fucking push ups. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I that's one end, but there's value to it. There's value to there, it. There's value to it. You don't have to be that I think crazy. especially
0: with the kids. Yeah, I think the with the kids. The kids. I, I think the adults can be a because. You know, there needs to be some of that, you know, I, I think, you know, there, there definitely needs to be some respect and, right. and like, you know, look, this is uh, a master and student relationship. And so, but I, I do, I mean, I will say like, I do really like the chill vibe of the Brazilian side of the martial art. And, 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 you know, definitely reminds me way more of Hawaii where, you know, hey man, if you're 10 minutes late, you're still technically early, Right. you know, like that's just how things go. And, uh, but, um, yeah, I think that there's, it it can go too far either way, right? Right. That's the thing. There's a happy medium somewhere. Yeah. There's a tension between these two things. And I think that's the, it's, it's an interesting thing when you think about a, a lot of things, there's a tension between two extremes and it's that tension between those extremes that makes the, the shit happening in the middle. So, you know, awesome. And it's when one side starts to try to fucking dominate the other side and resolve that tension that shit gets out of hand, you know. And so, uh, but anyways, yeah, I know what you're saying. I, that's, it's.
1: And I, I agree with you. I think, like, a kid's program, in my opinion, uh, should be more disciplined because a lot of times that's why parents uh, put their kids in martial arts is to help them learn discipline. Yeah. You know, not only for exercise and the self-defense aspect, but to, there's, uh, and that's what they did for me when I was a kid. You know, that was part of it because I was kind of a little bit of an unruly kid, you know, fucking trying to karate chop my sister and shit. And so they needed to point that in the right direction, and that's what it provided. And I, th- I think kids need that. Kids need some structure. And they, they do, man. You know, I'm not obviously not a fucking parent, but I just see it, how kids learn, especially in the martial arts and the sports. They really take well and learn well when... The coach is up there. You know, he doesn't have to be a goddamn Nazi, but when he's a, an authority figure, commanding some and, respect, you know, commanding some respect, and they listen, and it just goes smoother. Everybody gets more out of it. Oh. So, yeah, like,
0: yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's the the because because I mean really, like, what are you what are you trying to teach kids? We're you know kind of talking yeah. about this a little bit earlier. It's like, dude, honestly, they're not learning jiu-jitsu at like six, seven, no. eight years old. That they're not learning jujitsu, like You're really teaching a bigger picture. Yeah, things. bigger like, life, life kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, just yeah.
1: How to get along with other kids and how to listen and how yeah, to be a part of the play team. play and yeah. like discipline. So many things.
0: Yeah, and if you have these things in place then guess what? When, you, when you're when you older and you're able to actually start learning jiu-jitsu you're going to have an easier time doing it because these are the, the, the framework that right. you need for it. But, uh, um, yeah, man. No, it's, uh, it's definitely good... Bounce. What's up, dude? Can I have this? What is it? It's a caramel apple. Holy crap! Tell me, I tell you what. Here, <laughs> come here. Bring it here. Why don't you? Why don't you tell? Let's show Rob, and we're gonna get it ready for it here, man. Ooh. Yeah. So. Man, did I didn't get one of those? That. that looks pretty good. Can I? Yeah. We're gonna. I'm gonna get it cut up for you. Hang out there with Rob. We're gonna cut it up on air. Wait, wait, wait. Go in there and hang out.
1: Come talk to me, Z. Do you want to do a Pokemon update on the podcast? Oh. Go get some of your new cards and talk about them. I'll watch the apple. Our listeners haven't had a Pokemon update in quite a while.
0: They got three, man. You can choose three.
1: Choose the big one. Okay,
0: hold on. <laughs> Don't take too long. The 200 are impatient. <laughs> so, yeah, we got a caramel apple here. How, how do you score this? We're doing probably Becca. Oh, she, she here. came over and picked up Shiloh. Oh. They're going to the Fruit of Fall Festival. Gotcha. Wait, Dad, so yes,
1: calm down, buddy. So, got, is that how you got that apple? Becca brought it over to you.
0: Mm-hmm. So I'm. Um, I got a new Pokemon pack. I'm gonna choose. I chose three of them. The first one is Murkrow. It does no damage and it it has seventy hit points.
1: Cool.
0: Now exact execute it does 10 damage and it does 10 damage and the 10 damage is called leech seed the last one um, it's Porygon
1: ZGX it has 240 hit points it
0: does 160 damage zero and zero
1: cool thanks for the update thanks for the update ma'am and so, now I got an apple. Hold on. I'm gonna put this on the table. Hey, can I have a little piece? That looks pretty good, man. Can me. you share a little piece with me? Mm. Just tell your dad to slice a little corner off. I don't even need a big piece. There you go, give him that corner. Yeah, okay. that looks pretty good. Come on,
0: man, you can be you can share.
1: No, I was I thought that he would
0: it. Oh. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're gonna go put this on the table for Z, and then we're gonna continue. <laughs> The uh the podcast. Yeah. We don't
1: necessarily run a real professional outfit around yeah,
0: here. Yeah, keep it going, Rob. By yourself. I'm watching,
1: watching. I'm watching Lucas Leprey and Lachlan Giles. I think I've already watched this match. Almost spoil it in case All you guys right. haven't seen it yet. All
0: right.
1: You're back. That's, That's pretty good, caramel good. apple. Yeah,
0: it's not too bad, man. <laughs> caramel apples are always I, pretty I good. Had,
1: dude, I haven't had one of those in ages. No. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah, they're all right. Oh, he's left his big card. Hey, Z, here's your big card, brother. Yep. All right, so. We're back. We're back to the task at hand, which is. Which is who knows. Who knows? What were we talking about? Discipline, martial arts, kids. That's right. Discipline, martial arts, discipline, martial arts.
1: I'm kind of on that same vein, too. I don't, I don't know if we talked about this. I was, because I'm still reading that Japanese novel uh shogun okay yeah i'm like 600 pages and i got another
0: 600 to go (laughs) yeah it's a thick one dude it's huge it's
1: i gotta bring that book over to you it's a really cool looking book they did a really good job man it's it's mostly black and it's got like some like the title is kind of like etched into it it's not just printed you know it's kind of sunk down in it's silver it's got one of those built-in bookmarks like a red a red you know string rope thing dude it's really pretty book but anyways I digress. (laughs) So I was thinking about because you know the whole thing like the Brazilian culture is more laid back. Japanese stuff is definitely way more strict. As far as martial arts go, but then as I'm reading, you know, because I've been reading a bunch of Japanese books like the Musashi books and some other shit. But then I started thinking about like the Japanese and like even Japanese martial arts very philosophical and. Uh, the Brazilians, the Portuguese—they're not very philosophical people, and I'm not saying bad. That's bad or good. Yeah. But you, and you, so you see that manifest itself in the martial arts also. You know, some people that practice jujitsu are more philosophical than others, but by and large, it's not the it's not the thing. Yeah. But when you go into the other Asian martial arts, it is. It's definitely heavier on that. Yeah. I, I kind of find that interesting. I was just I was thinking about that while I was reading one of these books the here. I was like, huh. I, can't. I think... Because Jigoro Kano was fairly philosophical. You read yeah. some of his stuff, you know, the founder of Judo. He he would go down that route. Oh, for sure, yeah. He, but you don't pick up on much of that from the Brazilian guys.
0: Yeah, well, his whole thing was, like, using martial arts in the education system right. to, as a way to just... Personal development. Personal vehicle development. for Personal yeah, development, yeah. yeah. So I think if I could make just, like, a... a, a just my own thing and i mentioned this before i forget what book it was but they made a distinction right like so because you have things like jujitsu, and then you have um things like you know judo right and so you had your um god i forget what the words were man but they were like the 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 letter at the end right like the u it was uh fuck it, I i can't remember the word but <laughs> I gotta look it up, but there's two different words, and one was a art that was actually a self defense, life and death art, and one was more of a self sport, sport personal development. And so, if it the, the sport and personal development was, where's that philosophical side comes in? And the reality is, is that kind of came into things later, you know, like Zen. And its fusion with uh, the Asian martial arts, you know, and the samurai, especially in, you know, the Japanese martial arts, um, like that wasn't, you know, it wasn't always there. Like it entered into it that at some point and it became part of the mindset. And that's what led to the creation of martial arts that were like Taekwondo, mm-hmm. for example, like that's not a self-defense art. It is a sports personal development art. And again, I'm not saying like someone who knows Taekwondo is not going to be able to handle themselves against right. someone. I'm not, that's not what this is about. But it's just the reality. And, and so, but if you look at where Jiu-Jitsu, again, Jiu-Jitsu was originally the hand-to-hand combat art the samurai used. If you lost your swords, this is what, you do. what the fuck do you do? Jiu-Jitsu. And this is it. Jiu-Jitsu. That's where it started. That was so... I think that's fucking cool. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that that mo- most people who do jujitsu don't realize that you are sharing, like that battlefield art. Yes, there's a strand through time that uh-huh. goes back to Musashi. Musashi yep. studied jujitsu, mm-hmm. like that fucking that, back that's to the cool. 15, 1500s. Yes, thing. I mean even before that, it was like. Right. But anyways, but yeah, like you know, Musashi in the he was in the 1600s. He's 15, 1600s. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's uh. Um, but anyways, the point is, is like yes, you share that, you know, that's a cool lineage that we have, and then the 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 way that you know history had it with the samurai falling out of favor after Japan was you know defeated uh, in World War II and or, you know whichever, and then it basically was illegal to carry the swords, you know, the whole jujitsu started to become uh, used by uh you know uh, because it was illegal to have weapons criminals would use martial arts so jiu jitsu was the hand to hand martial art and so it started to develop a bad reputation only thugs did only thugs arts. did jiu jitsu uh-huh. and so that's why Jigar Kano uh, um, took made judo like he he took cuz judo is jiu jitsu he took elements of jiu jitsu And he created Judo and he named it different specifically because he was trying to separate it from the bad reputation that Jiu Jitsu had in Japan. And so that's why, and then Judo, as we all know, uh, his, his schools were Mitsuyo Maeda, uh, training came from and then Mitsuyo Maeda ends up over in Brazil. And you know, trains the Gracie's and then they start to incorporate that stuff into what they're doing, but they were always doing it as a martial art. Like, no, 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 we're fucking like, we're actually fighting people here. It wasn't a personal development thing. And so, um, you know, again, I think if I was going to say like why I think that difference is there is like, because the, the Japanese have had the time with the art to get to the point where, you know, the philosophical, personal development side of it is there. Whereas, like, dude, if you're just trying to train so that when you go to the beach and the fucking other school shows up that you can fucking <laughs> scrap. throw down and scrap, you know, that's a different goal. Might have something to do with it. It's a different goal. I can see that. And, and you know, I, I think that's yeah. one of the things where that's one of the tensions in jiu-jitsu today is you have those people who are like, dude, in all honesty, like sport jiu-jitsu is kind of going more towards like a jiu you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. it's not. It, it is. It would be. You know, you,
1: it's you know a lot of the sport jiu-jitsu you see dominating tournaments nowadays isn't really good for self defense. No. you know, you start playing a lot of lapel. Start playing and points, points, and lapel. like yeah. it's it it's effective for what it's doing at the time. Yep. But it's got that's gotten away from yeah what it originally started out as. And again, I'm not.
0: I, I don't know that. You know, again, like I don't. If I was, if I, if just my gut reaction, my personal feelings, like I'm okay with it turning into a jujitsu, like going from jujitsu being like a true martial, like a, a, a combat martial art as opposed to a personal development martial art. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I'm okay with that. I'm okay with the sport of it. Because the thing is, is like, man, we're not like, we're not combat. We're not. Most of us are not going to get into a street fight. We don't have to worry about gym raids. No. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's not where we're at. And, and I'd say, if I, I, conservative estimate, I would say at least 51% or more of the people doing jiu-jitsu in at least America today, if not, you know, the bigger picture, are doing it more for like personal development. Exercise. Exercise. And... You know, they still yeah. want to compete, but it's like, man, I don't want to scrap. No. That's not my point. And so, like you know, yeah, I think that there's a difference there, but there's a tension, and we we're talking about it earlier, man. Like that's what that's what makes cool shit happen. We don't need to resolve that tension. Mm-hmm. We need to be aware of it. Just respect. respect we need to argue it, it. Yeah. Some people are gonna be here. Some, people, and we're never gonna resolve it, but just know that, like, hey, man, that's why the cool shit happens, right? It's gonna go too far one way. It's gonna go the other way. Like, and in the process, like, it's just gonna keep getting fucking better. Mm-hmm. So yeah i think that's a good way to look at it but um i agree yeah it's funny though if you don't know your history and a lot of people doing jiu-jitsu like really don't know their history like where jiu-jitsu is tied to judo judo is tied to original jiu-jitsu and what exactly jiu-jitsu was it was
1: funny our buddy preacher paul he uh he hit me up yesterday wondering if i had any books on the history of jiu jitsu because he's got to do some sort of writing assignment i don't know what he's doing i didn't i didn't ask i didn't get into it didn't have time yesterday i said yeah man let me check when i got home and i got i got i got one book i think it's called like the gracie way it talks all about the history it Talks all about all the brothers and cousins and the history of jiu jitsu and then i got i got a couple of old books uh about judo yeah i gave. i let, loaned them all to him and then, nice because he, he just asked the jiu jitsu one but i was like Take these judo ones. The judo ones is as they take that is it. As they take these ones too. As like there's 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 history of jujitsu here too. Yeah. Jigaro Kano is it. Mm -hmm. Like
0: he is the he is the he's that uh If it wasn't for him, we wouldn't have been doing our numbers today. No no no, man. He he's that that touchstone. He's between the past and the present. Like he's the guy that bridged the the past and the present. And and it's like, yeah, like so I don't know, I always I was one of, uh, you know, reading Dan John's stuff, he always talked about, like, if, you know, you need to know and love the roots of your sport. And uh, I think that's important. I mm-hmm. think that knowing and loving the roots of your sport, if you're going to do it for the long term, is, uh, I don't know. I think it's helpful. I think it's helpful. It's helpful for sure. There's a lot of people that make it to a real high level and they enjoy it a lot and they don't know. And that's fine. That's but... fine.
1: That's fine also. But I think, I think you get more out of it if you know the roots of it. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. that's something that I always try. Try to explain to new people. Uh, you, got, you got to think. uh know the old Gracie. He was a little guy. He was not a big guy. Yeah. And he had to take what techniques worked for his bro- brothers that were bigger, and strong, and athletic. He couldn't make them work. like they didn't he didn't have the strength or that athleticism to make them work. So he had to tweak them. And a lot of what we do today in jiu jitsu is. I mean, what I teach is that same principle like hey man you don't have to be a freak athlete to make this shit work if you if you get into a position and you're finding yourself having to exert yourself 80% 90% of your muscle to make it work like there's an easier way yes like you shouldn't be fucking hitting the throttle <laughs> yeah you back out a little bit yep. back off and find an easier way and that that comes from that's exactly what he did he found he saw techniques like oh there's always muscle in this and I don't have the muscle let's find a different way
0: yeah. yeah A small guy jiu-jitsu, small guy jiu-jitsu. like yeah. that Marcelo cohen uh kimura video yeah. you know he's a fucking rooster weight it's like dude if he's able to do that if that technique works for him and I, I can attest like you know i've been having like really good luck with the shit that he had on that video and it is it's like uh um you know if it if it works for a small guy who's not relying on some sort of of size or strength advantage then uh should be able yeah, to make it work it's legit yeah so yeah, that's the cool thing with, uh, with jujitsu, you know, those angles. It's once you learn how to use angles and wedges effectively, like that's really all the other stuff, like your hips and shoulders, like base and posture, like those things are, uh, like ways to apply those things. Right. But it's just those fucking, you know, those, those elemental things, learn how to use those effectively. And once you do it, it's, uh, yeah it's not as hard so yeah it's been interesting i don't know i've been like seeing jiu-jitsu a little differently lately that's good for the you know it is it's it's hard you 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 get to the point where you're like you know like in drill class it's like okay i gotta drill stuff but it's so hard to fucking recreate what you really need to work on in drilling Mm -hmm. you know so much of it is just like you just have to deal with the live, randomized reactions. You can try and, like, peel it back. And we were having, you know, this is what we were doing. But that's the hard part is, like, trying to figure out, like, okay, what is, like, what's, what would probably what would happen really here. happen here? Right. And then trying to answer that question rather than, you know, we were both doing that. You know, when you're, you know, drilling your past. And I was thinking, like, all right. Because that's why we're good training partners. Because, like, we both, I don't know, we're... Like, my philosophy, and I think you share it too, is like, I don't want my jujitsu to rely on ignorance. No. I don't want the other person's ignorance to be the reason that I was successful. No,
1: I say that all the time. I don't want parlor trick jujitsu. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't want techniques that are only going to work.
0: If the other person doesn't know what's going a on,
1: surprise attack. You're, you know, that that's good here, or there, but they, they don't have they the they good fundamental shit. They, they right? They can't be good fundamental. Like they're not shit making
0: good grips, or the, you know what I mean. If they're doing something fundamentally wrong, right. and then that's the reason you're being successful. That's so good. That's not what you want. And dude, like I'm, I'm, am fucking aware of that when I roll, mm-hmm. right, like if I get something or get through like a pass or I get something and I recognize that they fucking miss something, mm-hmm. I'm pissed at myself. Mm-hmm. I'm like that was
1: it bothers me yes
0: it bothers me Mm -hmm. I'm like dude I I didn't deserve that I didn't get that that because I did something good and not deserve that right there and uh yeah that's the trick is is uh trying to figure out like how you you practice that and uh but yeah so much of jujitsu is there's just it's like a feel it's like pressure and feel and like seeing angles and uh dude it's weird like now I'm starting to see people shoulder dip Oh, you wanna go that way. Mm-hmm. It's like, uh, you know, I've heard, you know, people talk about it, right? Like, that's why you do have to shit, like leg last. so I'm trying to get their shoulder to dip so I can, it's so much of that. But it's like, it's just interesting when you start to see it instead of like, you know, I'm gonna make their shoulder dip. It's like, oh, his shoulders dip. Let's see what I can do with that. Mm-hmm. And it's just, that's like a different, at least to me, like so far, it, it seems like a different way to see jujitsu is seeing like, where's their body. And then, you know, what are they opening up from their own position?
1: Where are they they strong? Where are they? Yeah, this position. Exactly.
0: Now, can I start poking them where they're weak? And then, oh, they're going to get strong there, but they're going to have another weak point. Can I start poking there? And it's like, poke their weak points Mm -hmm. instead of trying to fucking, you know, attack their strong strong, points or whatever. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. So it's, uh, it's a lot more fun. I find myself like kind of smiling and laughing half the time. 'Cause it's just such a fun fucking puzzle to solve. But once you understand the problem to solve, like that's the thing, we talk about it all the time. Like half the frustration in jiu-jitsu comes cause like you you don't know what puzzle to solve. No, you're solving one problem. It's the wrong problem. You're like ah, oh, fuck, I shouldn't have been. It's tough. the wrong fucking, wrong fucking problem. problem. And it's like everyone has been telling us, man, it's like, you know, hey jiu jujitsu's simple. Like Pimenta says, it's simple. It's fucking base and 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 posture. Defense posture base. Pressure, right. angles. And it's like, yeah, when you start to see jiu-jitsu on, like, through those lenses, it's like, oh, yeah, it is simple. It is simple. But then you get tired, and then it goes back to the, like, holy shit, I can't see anything. <laughs> yeah. Breathing fucking heavy. I'm, I'm just, just trying to stall out here. Speaking
1: of that, you know, what I, you know what? I got bored one day this week, and one of the workouts I did, um, I was incorporating, it was my isometric day, right? So I, I think we talked about last week's podcast where I have a movement-based day where I do my, you know, squat bench deadlift or whatever you know yeah. pull-ups and then the next next day i do more of an isometric base day well i think it was so that was, it would have been like thursday i was i would do 10 burpees and then my isometric and then 10 burpees and then my isometric Then ten, and i did my whole yeah. so it was fast and i you know i could do and i was doing the isometrics to the 30 20 10 so they only lasted a minute and i could get 10 burpees done in under a minute without, you know, without breathing too heavy. Yeah. And I mean, it started to get more and more taxing as it went on, but it, I could fly just, I was a little short on time because I got home late the night before, so sleep, blah, blah, blah. So I just hammered it out, man. 10 burpees, boom, get set up on my next isometric, do that. So I did all the isometric, you know, a- exercises. And I even had some where I was doing on Bob, you know, some rear back attack and squeezing in the choke or whatever. And then boom, right into 10 burpees and then back to the isometric. It was pretty fucking
0: good, man. Interesting. That's just, I liked it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. has well, been specific. Well, very, very specific. Yeah. It, repli-
1: def- it replicates a match
0: pretty. Cool. Yeah, yeah. It's definitely yeah. more kind of like a cardio than a strength. Correct. Uh, thing, because like fatigue is the enemy right. of strength. Yeah, I'm not. But, by the time
1: I get halfway through, I'm not generating quite a hundred percent. Yeah,
0: but strength endurance yep. is definitely a. Uh, and yeah, that's interesting because that's is that's the tough thing with jujitsu is uh it's so tough to replicate in any real fashion through a cardio workout mm-hmm. because of the isometric element that you have so like just doing like bike sprints or doing no it's not the same this, so, like, this was pretty good that's what i'm saying man like, yeah, mm-hmm. that, that's an interesting thing man like that because you're you're incorporating that isometric in the movement and really that's that's the tough thing and you're and you're using multiple movements and so, like you know, you know, you know, mono movement versus multi movement cardio. Like mm-hmm. jujitsu is a multi movement sport. It's not running where you're doing one movement over and over and over again. So doing a mono movement method to train your cardio isn't the best. So um, yeah, that's good, man. I like it.
1: Yeah. And I just kind of did it on a whim. Huh. I think like, I had did. I was doing some burpees just to warm up, just to get, the, you know, my blood flow going and get my heart rate up. And uh, I was like, you know what? why don't I just mix these in? Yeah. And so I did. I just fucking mixed them in. And I was like, dude, it was pretty good. I was pretty pumped. I was like, huh, I'm on to something. I'm going to start doing it on a regular basis. Interesting. So like, I got to keep my gas tank up when I come back to wrestling. Yeah, you do. <laughs> yeah, you do.
0: Yeah, you do. <laughs> you just said that. So matter of fact, like, yeah, you do.
1: Yeah, I know. It's a concern. Believe me, it haunts me. It keeps me up at night sometimes. Yeah. <laughs>
0: yeah just as long as you know that nothing you do will be enough it won't be enough <laughs> but, but at least I can, <laughs> at least i can help at least, at least it'll help at least it'll help yeah no man you're getting pretty close yeah what do you got like december I mean, like, of back to
1: wrestling in december
0: yeah in the summer, so over less than three months mm-hmm. so nice. getting there, man. i know it's good man yeah you're gonna come back and fucking it'll be interesting interesting to see it, it right be here. weird Yeah. It's
1: going to be pretty fucking weird.
0: Yeah. I've had like a whole year of doing like, you know, everything but wrestling.
1: Yeah, I haven't wrestled (laughs) since February, dude.
0: Right. So, So. yeah, well. That's the
1: longest I've gone without wrestling since I started jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Well, no, because after my first knee surgery, I came back a little sooner than nine months. But he was my surgeon was pretty adamant this time. Yeah. Like, I don't want you fucking even thinking about it until that nine-month mark.
0: Yeah. So... Like, yeah, dude. Well, it'll be fun.
1: I'm ready. It's taking its toll on me mentally. Okay.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I know. It's funny. It's one of those things, man. You know, in like a couple years, you're going to look back and it's going to be like, like, oh, that was a thing. That was a thing. But, you know, I made it and, you know, fucking I got A, B, and C out of it. You know, I know you, you're going to look back and be like, dude, there's definitely things that I took out of that time. That, uh, you know, uh, my ju- I'm a better person and my jujitsu is actually better because of it.
1: I'll be interested to see how my jujitsu changes because it's yeah. going to have an effect on it. Yeah. It's definitely going to have an effect on it. You go that long with only being able to drill and theorize and watch matches and instructionals and other people roll. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah, it's, it's going to have an effect on it. Yeah. We'll find out. Well,
0: I mean, I don't know. I'd better be surprised. You're fucking, I mean, because you've been mentally engaged with it, you know, so that's why, yeah, I'm really curious. I'm curious to see, I don't I, I think it's going to be different than you think. Hmm. <laughs> we'll find out. I don't know what that means. I don't know what that means either. <laughs> it's one of those like hmm. fucking, you know, statements. It doesn't really mean anything, but it does but mean something. It does mean something. Yeah. I feel like you're going to, like, if I had to take a wild guess, man, I think that obviously your cardio is going to suffer some, but, like, man, I think you're probably going to find, like, some things you're actually, like, doing, like, uh, you're doing different or better. Like, other things going to be off, but, like, you know, because you've been, you continue to try to, like, you know, think and, 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 and continue to uh, progress your, like, how you see jujitsu and all that stuff, so... And that's really, on some level, uh, it's the most important thing, right? Because you can have all the physical shit, and if you don't have the mindset, or if you're not seeing it, that, the, right way, it see the right way, it doesn't matter.
1: That's so much jiu-jitsu is seeing it the right way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Seeing the right problem. Seeing yeah.
0: obviously you have to have the physical side because without that, there is no like real jiu-jitsu. But it's that, all theoretical. But That's
1: the easy part, really. Yeah, it is. It is the easy part. That's, so yeah.
0: that's why I said, man, I think it's going to be different than you think, like because you've had all this time doing the isometrics as well, and all the other training. So I think, like, physically, you're going to feel, uh, yeah, obviously the cardio is going to be there, but, you know, bet you're not going to, like, your strength and shit is probably going to be, like, more.
1: Yeah, I'm a little stronger right now than I I have been. Yeah. That's all I can fucking do is lift. Right, yeah.
0: You just had a year solid of fucking the isometrics as well and all that shit, so, you know. I'm going to go run some hills tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There'll definitely be some things, man. But I forget where I saw it. It was one one of the Instagram accounts I follow, But they had a, a meme they posted, and it was uh, oh, scientific wrestling. That's what it was. And it was uh, strength and technique uh, take a long time to develop, but stick around. And uh, cardio and timing, you know, kind of easy come, easy they go. They kind of yeah, they come and go. They come and go. And so I think that's exactly like your cardio and timing isn't gonna be there. But, dude, your strength and technique is still there. And, and your strength's probably better than where it was. And your technique, like I said, like mentally you continue to progress stuff and think about things. So I think it's going to be different than you think.
1: Hopefully I've been thinking about the right things. Yeah.
0: The question. Yeah, yeah. I'd love it if you came back. Well, see, I say that, but I don't. Like I don't want to beat Lesser Rob. <laughs> Right? There's it's no, possible. There's no glory in that. Like I like I you know, part of me is like, man, I hope Rob comes back and I have this small little window where I got got a fucking chance to put it on him once or twice. But the other part of me is like that's fucking bullshit. Like I want you to come back and be a fucking, you know, like I don't want you to be a, like a lesser version of yourself and that's why I'm on top of you. It's like I want to be like, you know, you be fucking Whatever, man. Better Rob.
1: I've been fully trying to come to terms with
0: Because I know when I come back things are gonna be tough. Dude, I don't know, man. I'm baby surprised. You've been doing this a long time. It's baked in your DNA. Yeah, I have been doing it a long time, man. It's like I don't know what the what the equivalent for jiu-jitsu would be, but I jokingly say like if you if you caught me open I'd bleed triflow, which is like, you know, the fucking old school lube that you would use on your bike for everything. It's like... I'm a mountain biker. It's like it's baked in my fucking DNA. It just... I could not ride a bike for five years and jump on one and still, like, rip some fucking trails. And... Like, that's what you are with jiu-jitsu, man. Like I said, I don't know what the equivalent is if they cut you open, like what you would bleed. (laughs) But... (laughs) I have no idea. I don't know. Blood. I'd bleed my own blood. Bleed my own blood. That's what I'd bleed. (laughs) But, uh... Yeah, that's what you are, man. So... Don't we'll worry about it too much, but I'll be happy to have you back. Yeah, me too. Be a good, another good training partner. So, can never have too many of those. Nope. So, yeah. See
1: that, our good buddy Nate's Heard? Did you see him walking around all sick? Yeah, stiff? What Did what you was talk up with that, man? heard right. you talking about his
0: necks all No, his
1: No, uh, he was calling it an upper thoracic strain.
0: Mm. So,
1: up in between his shoulder blades. Is, I guess pretty bad. You see him just walking around like he looked real stiff and uncomfortable. Yeah, he said he's been pretty fucked up, man. Like he, he's had been sleeping in his recliner for like the past two weeks because he can't even quite lay down. Mm. Um, he's been to a few different doctors. Like he's pretty fucked up. He That's blamed it. Good. He blamed it on jujitsu. I blamed it on his powerlifting.
0: That's hilarious, man. <laughs> I heard like I forget who I was. I was getting fucking. I think Randy was beating the shit out of me. Or something man but i remember i heard you guys talking and i was like thinking like i had something to say but then i was quickly like had to go back to focusing on, Focus on, 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 on yeah like what was going on in my world but yeah i remember you, you hearing that and he's like you know you're like oh, i think it's the powerlifting. and he's like nah it's the jujitsu and it's like <laughs> i was like what the fuck man like powerlifting's so unnatural mm-hmm. Jitsu, like yeah it's rough on your body but man i like, it's so much more natural for you than lifting.
1: Well, and I, honestly, like, and all, all joking aside, I think it's the combination of the two. Oh, he, yeah, he's forty years old. Yeah, like they're both strenuous activities. Yeah, they're one's not eating the other. No, they're competing activities, and Paralyze your body's is not healthy. It, and it's not you. It, it, I I think that's what it is. Honestly, yeah. like I really do, because he's not. Like, he's the way he's lifting weights, just from him telling me. I mean, I haven't seen him training, but from all the talking we do, he's training like a power lifter and he's training to be better at power lifting. Yeah. He's not, his training isn't to undo the damage Jiu is doing or fortify him for Jiu Jitsu. It's two completely separate sports. Yeah, he's training, sports. he's training two different sports. He's training two different sports. And guess what, man? We're 40 fucking years old. Yeah. Your body can't take that. It's going to yeah. break. Something's going to break. So, whether you want to call it Jiu Jitsu doing it or you want to call it, Powerlifting, doing it, yeah. It's the combo of the two,
0: dude. You, you, you yeah, just,
1: we just we don't have the resources to no. recover. Uh-huh. you know what's funny? It's raining talking We were watching some of these ADCC matches at the gym, and uh, he said he asked me, he's like, so he's like, uh, what percentage of these athletes uh, do you think are on some sort of you know, PEDs? I was like, yeah, fucking one hundred and one percent. I was like. I was like, 99%. I was like, maybe even 100 I And here was my rationale. Was like, as hard as they have to train to compete at this high level, their bodies are getting fucking abused. And so, and they don't test. Right. In the ADCC. You would almost be foolish not to be on something. Yeah. To train to lead. I know if I was in ADCC, I'd be on something. Just to help recovery. Yeah. You know, you're not in there trying to pack out muscle. I'm in there. I want to recover so I can keep training hard. I want to recover so I can keep training hard. You know what does that best? Fucking steroids. (laughs) Creatine ain't going to do it. Acai ain't going to do it. Get yourself some fucking Mexican supplements. You're going to recover so much better. And you're going to be healthier. Yeah. I hate to say it, but you are. I mean, that's what they say, you know, about the guys doing the Tour de France. It's healthier for them to be on some sort of fucking performance enhancing.
0: So drops. unhealthy what you do to your body to Correct. push it to that level. Yep, and yeah. the
1: guys that training for this at this level, same thing. They're, they're training hard as fuck for that. Yeah, you're gonna break down. You you'd be smart to take something. Yeah. So yeah, it's but it's kind of, it's kind of the same thing. Like that's why I think Nate's getting hurt.
0: Because he's, he, he's not doing steroids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: that was your point, yeah, right? My point. Get on
0: the sauce, buddy.
1: If you that's want to, that's right, man. If you want to keep fucking powerlifting and doing jujitsu, you need
0: some fucking. You need the you need the juice, deck of dravelin, something. something Some Something. some and depot
1: <laughs> Sustanon. I don't know what you would need. So you need to get on it, recovery, but You need you need some that's sort of cocktail. That's right. So he hangs anyways. out at Gold's Gym long enough. He can find some sort of. Cocktail. That's right.
0: Yeah. So there's your there's your problem. You need more steroids <laughs> don't stop what you're doing pretty just sure me. they don't test at your job so <laughs> no he <laughs> could be the most jacked fucking engineer <laughs> <laughs> around so yeah no man i yeah it's uh um it was interesting though because i was managed i was catching bits and pieces of the conversation but uh dude people it's so interesting now that i see it and again i'm i'm just i get on my my weird tangents and i'm like why doesn't anyone else see this and maybe i'm the fucking crazy person but he's talking about, like, you know, what were they telling him to do? What was the solution? What like, what was the recommendation for him? To heal up? Yeah. Basically just time
1: and, like, rehab, exercise, like right. bands, like pull apart. But why?
0: Why was he doing the bands? I don't
1: know. I, I don't know why. Yeah, I
0: mean, he said he doesn't have enough strength in his, like, in his upper back. I mean, that was, like, the, the point of doing, like, the band work is to, like, develop that, that upper back strength to, like, stabilize that's what, is that it what is. the purpose would be of doing that yeah yeah because yeah, you get too rounded right so basically what happens is, is muscles can get locked long just like they can get locked short so we think about getting locked uh short like hip flexors get mm-hmm. locked short but muscles can get locked long. And so like your so when you get locked short on the front side. And
1: yeah, like your, you your chest, chest is locked short.
0: But your lats and your upper back and your rhomboids get locked long. And that's what's... Yeah. And so you gotten. literally lose the ability to retract them through their full range of motion. And because again, your body like st- stiffness is cheap stability. Okay. If you're in a position all the time and your body's like, hey, I need to be stable in this position. And I'm here all the fucking time. Guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna start getting stiff mm-hmm. because stiffness is cheap stability. That's your body's your body wants to uh, perform the tasks you're asking it to do with the least amount of energy possible. And so
1: getting stiffs is a good way to do that.
0: Exactly. And so you know, a lot of the so if your upper back is rounded a lot, so jujitsu, you know, definitely sitting at a desk, so sitting not, in a car, driving, driving, and then you're at the gym and it's like, yeah, maybe you're trying to pull your lats back and down. But man, you're 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 locked. Your muscles are literally locked long, and so you're you're not able to get them in the right position. So now you're running all this tension and all this force through your upper back, and you're just not able to get your upper back in the right position to to handle it. And it's like, yeah, this is gonna happen. So that's why you know they were saying like do the band exercises. That's the idea is like you need to start you know strengthening those muscles to get them pulled back to get in them pulled back into right place. Position. Right, but. Man, what were, you know, I was talking about last week, what's the fundamental element of strength? Tension. Tension. What's the best way to train tension? Isometrics. Okay. Was there any talk of isometrics in any of what was going on? No. No. I think you should be on 100% isometrics, you know, both for the upper back itself and then also just getting back into lifting in general because isometrics are going to be the safest way for you to start creating tension within these movement patterns while making sure that you're creating tension in the upper back the way that you want to. Because it's not just the upper back, right? Like like muscle function is movement specific. So you you standing there and doing like isolated movements that work the upper back and get it to, to, to move and get it into position, that's great. But, but you're
1: barely moving the needle in the long run
0: right exactly because now you have to hold that position while you hinge while you squat while you press while you do all of these other movements and so if you don't train that upper back position with the like in the context of those other movements you're not gonna
1: it's not a position you're gonna own no yeah you you, you know what i mean strength is not
0: an isolated thing it's contextual Mm -hmm. you have to give strength a context and so, you know, doing some isolated stuff is fine to start getting some tension in the muscle so that you can start training the muscle to create tension. But eventually you're going to have to give that strength some sort of context. And, and that's one of the big problems with rehab in general is they don't give you contextualized strength. It's all like, not all of it, but the majority of it is very focused on the injured joint. And, and, and then maybe, you know, a little more global, but it's very isolated because they're trying to build strength and mobility in that joint, but that's not contextualized fitness. That's not contextualized strength. And now you go out and you start running, jumping, doing jujitsu, all these other things. And if you don't own it, it's not going to carry over. Yeah. Yeah. That's why there's that gap between rehab and like, you know, being back to actually being fit to, to play a sport and do things. So You have to give it some context, but, uh, yeah, it was just interesting. And the little bits and pieces I was picking up because it's just funny. Like you, isometrics are just not even really like if they are, they're just this like kind of like sidebar to the main show. It's like, you know, of, of what's going on if they're even talked about at all. And it's like, man, if you're trying to rehab any sort of injury, that should be like number one and two and three maybe four and five <laughs> but i mean you you know what i mean right. like I even mean, you just got done rehabbing your knee completely differently than you did your original first one. time around yeah i didn't
1: do fucking any isometrics first time around
0: no and so very little so, yeah like,
1: wall sits here and there
0: and again time right. will tell but i mean i got to imagine it's probably feeling like you know feeling pretty strong feeling pretty strong and stable compared to like you know last time really especially when you're getting yourself into extreme positions like deep positions because that's the thing man people they like to okay I got a good squat and it's like man you want to get the fuck out of the bottom of that squat so bad like you don't want to hang out down there because you don't really own that and that's that's going to bite you in the ass when you start rolling and someone pushes your knees up or you squat or whatever it is so yeah Dude, isometrics are, they're the way, man. They're the fucking, they're the future. They're the past and the future. They're the past, yeah. Yeah, because I was telling they're you, not my, necessarily little, new... my little, oh, we got an ice cream truck.
1: I had a wonder what that noise is coming from. I know, from. I was wondering, too. It sounded weird,
0: but... Uh, oh,
1: it sounds like a serial killer. It does. This thing's going to creep me out.
0: Yeah. Oh, was it my, yeah, my, um, like, research into the history of strength training, and, like, the little bit I could find on what the Greeks used to do for strength training was, like, one of the things was hold little plates in front of them and it's like yeah it's just fucking leverage based isometrics and uh so anyways it's, it is the past and the future so maybe
1: Nate will listen to this I think he listens to our podcast that's
0: cool yeah man if you need any help brother let me know I'm always here to help Rob's mostly here to help mostly when he has some fucks to give sometimes he's all out I know <laughs>
1: I'm out of him today <laughs> That That's how I'm surprised day. we've talked this long today. Yeah. I didn't know I had enough in me to fucking talk for an hour. Hell yeah, man.
0: We always got enough talk for an hour. So let's just get warmed up. Maybe. I don't know how much else I have. Got my oohler. I gotta show you my oohler when we're done. Yeah. Um, I got my oohler in. It's nice being able to set the the time. It's cool, man. I go in my bedroom and it's already on because yep. I just have it set the sleep schedule set to 10 o'clock to turn on and then starts warming up and uh, yeah. cool down you mean no that it warms night? up in the morning oh in the morning yeah right, yeah right, I got right. it set to warm up in the morning so like I said does 6 that, o'clock. does that wake you up no uh uh no I don't have it enough I don't have it enough to get hot right so I'll go from like 65 to 70 at like 6 o'clock in the morning mm-hmm. and then at it 7 makes when it, I get up it makes it better to get out of bed yeah like I said it was just in the mornings I would wake up and it would just be not comfortable, and I'd be like, man, you know, if it was a little warmer, I'd be more comfortable. Mm. So, because you know, realistically, as the sun comes up, as it gets warmer, like that warming is gonna naturally like, yeah. wake you up as well. <laughs> yeah. So, um, yeah, man, I again, I it's a, 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 I give it my definite endorsement. I have not woken up like hot and you know just like shit now i gotta get out of bed and fucking go do something else and let the bed cool off and myself cool off and all that nonsense so it's been uh it's been great man i actually look forward to going to bed at night it's nice yeah dude
1: this time i love sleeping this time of year because yeah, I have my bedroom window almost wide open. Yeah. And it gets down to, the, you know, in the 50s at yeah. night, dude. I mean, it's a little chilly in the morning when I wake up, so you're not real excited about getting out of bed, but you just deal with it, dude. It makes sleeping so good. Because you got the window open, you hear the crickets chirping, it's fucking, it's amazing. Yeah. I love it. Yep. Yeah. Colorado's so nice this time. It's always nice, but this time of year it's so nice. Fall and spring are so nice. Yeah. Dude, I was up and, or down until your ride this week, and I think it was on, it must have been Thursday? Dude, It was like summertime down there. I was down in Uri and tell you right, it was like 70, 75 degrees. Fuck, couldn't believe it, dude. It's just beautiful, man. And it's so nice so right So nice. Now. And, you know, all the t- Most of the tourists are gone, you know, so the town's not quite yeah. as busy. Like, oh, dude, it was so nice. That's funny. I know it's short lived, though. It's going to be snowing here soon. Yeah. Not here, not necessarily. You're no, no, about.
0: We got a few more. We got about another month, I think, of... We're up in the hills. Of this. Yeah, this is prime time, man. I get so little work done this time of year. <laughs> it's, it's so nice, dude. It's so nice. I just want to be outside. Yeah. I'm like... It's funny. One of the... <laughs> this is so funny. One of the guys that I got doing some work for me on Fiverr on one of my, my websites, we had a, a Zoom meeting, and uh, I don't, it was funny he said this, because it was like, you know, I you know, we scheduled an appointment, but he's like, Oh, you seem like you're really busy. And I'm like, yeah, I'm fucking busy doing like having fun playing. Like I have a very narrow window of time to actually work, you know? So that's why it may seem like I'm busy, but I'm not like busy working. I got fucking riding bikes and hanging out with the kids and doing shit. But yeah, this is like, I'll be sitting here trying to work and I look outside in the middle of the day and it's, you know, and and it's, it's nice because you get a little moisture we get some rain moving yep. through rain last night yeah, yeah. rain last night so yeah. the dirt stays packed down and it's like this is like uh, you know living on the north shore of Hawaii and the fucking waves are rolling in and it's like pff, dude I gotta go surf yep. I gotta go get some while getting's good so uh, yeah man it's a, a great time of year around here for sure so hopefully winter won't be too brutal speaking of it's supposed
1: to be yeah that's what they're predicting
0: yeah I know but
1: uh completely different topic. How's the week of Mr. Mom been going?
0: Man, it's been going good. Yeah. Kieli's in uh in Hawaii. Um she went surfing the first three days she was there. She said her ribs hurt like really Because, you know, you're you're up <laughs> you're on the arched board. Up. Yeah, you're yeah. arched up, it's in kind of like a Sphinx position yeah. and so your your ribs and diaphragm are like pressed into the board. Yeah. And you don't think about that as being one of those like you got to condition that area of the body to do that, um, and uh, I know this is a Mister Mom talk, but she, I, I told you this, but just oh, for, yeah, for the two hundred. This is your story. This is yeah. She went and did a uh, a karate class, <laughs> and this is how actually the discipline thing, like the karate discipline thing or the, the martial arts discipline thing we were talking about earlier, got brought up before we started the podcast. And so her brother Brian is uh, really into I don't know what it is. It's karate, but like the Okinawan old school Japanese karate and uh, he's been doing it for a long time like the school's been there for a long time the guy's been coaching it like I said you know Kelly knew him from when she was a little girl and uh, so I guess Brian he'd been he had done the karate and he I forget exactly he was doing something with his church like you know some sort of mission thing or trip or something and he was over in Africa and you know something happened you know some sort of of uh, potential confrontation was going down, and you know uh, his he, Brian his karate saved them, right? I don't know what that means. I got no clue. I, I don't. I don't know the details. The the details. I, I don't know that he quite Chuck Norris to everyone. <laughs> you know, he just
1: got him do a karate stance. I think that you know, man, on, on some
0: level, like just awareness yeah. and confidence. Can Huge. get you out of a lot of shit, man. And,
1: and really, those should get you out of most of you. Yes.
0: Shit. Yeah. And that's one of the things that, that martial arts teaches you. I right? see the old yeah. karate kid thing. Why do you learn to fight? So you don't, so you to don't do. have to fight. Yeah. It's like your awareness and confidence will carry you through a lot of situations where people who smell fear and, and timidity uh, would continue to progress a situation. So. Again, I don't know. Maybe Chuck Norris the fuck out of everyone, like <laughs> fucking got surrounded by five guys with knives and threw some fucking flying wheel kicks and <laughs> you know off. walked off and Let's imagine that's what happened. Yeah, it's yeah. A way an cool explosion story. in the background. Fuck yeah, right? That's yeah. Yeah. So whatever it is, man, like you know, he's and, bought and in. Cool, but you yeah. know what I mean. Whatever, whatever it was that that did for him, it did it for him. Yep. Right. And so you know, great. So, but he's bought in. He's in his his uh, kids, dude. He's got four boys. They all do it. Like, They are just balls deep into it, and he is. He's one of those guys where, like, if you were to have a conversation, you know, it's probably like, Well, you got to take me down first, you know. It's like, Okay, all right, man, listen, let's we, we <laughs> so, but we'll, you know, hey, um,
1: <laughs> I, I'm speculating from that comment, you've had that conversation. I've never
0: talked to him about this. Oh, no, 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 no okay. Kiele has a little bit, although she won't. Like you know, really like hardcore broach the subject because again, like, what are you gonna do, right? Like, okay, what's fine. the upside? Let's fucking square up, right. right? You see if you can punch me before I take <laughs> it out, right? Like this, that. I mean, there's that's been, the only way to solve, that's the solve that. Only way to solve it. <laughs> well, sign a waiver, exactly, hit the mat, and let's go. <laughs> exactly, right? And what's the point? There's no. Point. There's no fucking point. You might as well just not even have a conversation. Exactly, man. And so you know, hey, and so, but anyway, so he's really into it. <laughs> And he's really into the fact that she's in a jujitsu, and that they do like a martial, martial art. art. That's cool. You know, yeah. and so, uh, and but again, it's kind of funny because if you don't do jujitsu, you don't understand the difference between jujitsu and other martial arts. Right. It is. It's its own thing, man. And so you're trying to like, oh, I do karate, you do jujitsu, we do martial arts. Like,
1: yeah. yeah, kind
0: of, kind of, kind of. Kind of. Kind of. Right? It's like, oh, what belt are you? It's like, oh, I'm a purple belt. I've been doing it for fucking seven years, man. Mm-hmm. You know, what are you? It's like, oh, I'm a black belt. Doing it for five. Right. Or whatever, you know? It's like, uh, but, um, anyways, so she went and did a class with them. And, uh, yeah, she said she had a good time. It was fun. Um, but, the she got thrown in there's there, either there, there is no beginner's class or they did not go to the beginner's class <laughs>
1: but either way she was not part of a beginner's class either
0: way man she just said they just started doing katas started barking out fucking the katas are in Japanese the names are in Japanese and they bark it out and you start hitting the katas Trying and going to figure it out and uh, <laughs> Yeah, you know, she was saying, like, you know, yeah, they're, you know, they're real strict with it. Like, the kids in line, if they even, like, move to scratch their face, you yep. know, it's 10 push-ups. A scratching, and, yeah. Yeah, it's like, you know, you got to control yourself and, yep. you know, discipline and all this stuff. Yep. And, uh, and she said that, you know, she's, her brother was coming over and like, oh, do this, just follow me. You know, and and she's like, she's flailing, man. She's never done a kata in her life, right? So like, the thing is, like, I've done them. Like, I, I, I did like a, a little over a year of a martial art in high school. Where we did katas, and mm-hmm. I'm sure you fucking oh, yeah. busted out some katas. Oh, well,
1: I used to compete. Yes, I used to have go to go to a karate tournament. And you had forms. Yep. Yep. And you had sparring. Yep. So yeah, I was a katas motherfucker, man. So I'm
0: sure like you and I probably would have flailed just a little less, a little just because we had. Some sort of context. Right. and back, she like If, you, zero if context. you've never done a kata, the block, high block.
1: Yes. <laughs> like there is
0: a rhythm to it. Like there is right. an intentionality to it. Like it is its own thing. Right. And if you just have, it's like going in and like, oh, we're going to teach you to fucking, you know, do this dance. When you've never danced that's any really, dance in your life that's before. That's really what it is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like, no, you, if you had some context, it's a little easier. So, but she's just in there. Like, you know, she said she's just flailing, just I, like it's so hard. I, I,
1: I so wish there was video of this. I
0: know, me too. Of to course, honest. it's hilarious because my wife, man, it's like, she's really good at jujitsu, mm-hmm. like, Really good. And so she's sitting here and you just know everyone's like, oh my God, this purple belt in jujitsu Can't even do a kata or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> this is so simple. Um, even the kids can this do it. This is the white belt kata. The man. white belt kata. What the hell? This is what we teach the children. The children. The children. Um, but anyways, <laughs> so she said like her mind's exploding, and then the ins- her uh, the guy who she knows, the instructor, comes up and says that he wants her to teach s- some jujitsu to the kids, and she's just like, "What?" Couldn't like, shift gears. No, no, no. Yeah, she's like, "Couldn't shift gears," and it's uh, it's funny. I I'm, I might have this conversation with her before. You know, uh, before this comes out, if not, this is the conversation. <laughs> but it was hilarious. I told you to that, and I was like, and you're like, yeah, like close guard armbar. Oh, close guard armbar. Close guard armbar. I'm like, I know, close guard armbar. Like that. And I thought when she told me, like, you know, he asked her to show her some jujitsu stuff or something. I'm like, close guard armbar, because she's actually like pretty good at coaching it. She's good at doing it. She's, she's actually like really fucking good, and she can coach it. And so, but, you know, she's just, just her brain searching is, searching s- something to do. And she's like, oh, there's a hardwood the floor. Show, and so she's like, well, I can't do takedowns. And so he pulls out some mats. And so she's like, oh, I saw him how to shrimp. And, uh. <laughs> but you know what? Let's, let's back up. Why?
1: Why would her brain even go think takedowns? It's not like she's a wrestling machine. You know, she's good at jiu-jitsu. She's not good at wrestling. Like, and takedowns are her strong point. Why would she even think takedowns? <laughs> well, I think she just thought, like... <laughs> oh, we got to get to the ground. Yeah, I don't... You know what I mean? Like,
0: she's looking around, and we're all standing up. Like, okay, I like, can see that. okay, but we're in a wrestling... But again, even then, it's like, there's no mats right on the ground. And so even doing, like, a closed guard arm bar, you know what I mean? She may have just been like, dude, there's no mats, you know, and and i'm not real good at takedowns and so i don't know what you <laughs> want me to do and so uh um oh, yeah so then yeah then it was uh so she showed him how to shrimp and then she showed him how to do a cross collar choke and mind you everybody's in karate geese but we she showed him how to do a cross collar choke which that was on closed next. guard and so uh which is good, you know. Showed them some stuff, but yeah. just in case, baby, anytime someone asks you to show something jujitsu related in the future, close guard armbar. Arm just start with that. That's the easiest way to go. Yeah, yeah. And then go from there because you're you're good at coaching that, and it's uh, um, might have gotten your gi a little less dirty. <laughs> that was they said she got her gi dirty shrimping down the mat, and uh, but uh, yeah. It was a good story. She said she had a good time. That's and, awesome. Yeah, I thought it was cool. She got I so wish I would have been there to all her, witness all of that. Yeah, her brother and her four nephews and the whole scene. They're in like a a, a gymnasium. And uh, yeah, it was uh, good stuff. I wish I was there too. But for me, it's been, uh, it's been good, man. It's been a fucking blur. Just trying to keep on top of everything. Like getting Z's lunch packed. Z's lunch... I finally got it all figured out. You got to have his lunch, which is, uh, you know, his main dish, some sort of meat that we have a leftover that we give him. And then he's got a bag of chips, and he's got a fruit, and then he's got a milk, and then he's got a water, and then he gets a little candy for dessert, and then I got to remember his fork to eat his stuff with, and he gets a little napkin, so I t- take a paper towel and fold it up, and... Uh, KLA and I it's a fun thing to do but we like to put a little joke in there too so Mm -hmm. we write a little joke on a note card and put some stickers on it and put it in there for them and so you know I didn't get everything in the lunchbox every day (laughs) but I got (laughs) Everything critical. In if you there. if you
1: put all the days together, yeah, yeah, successful. I would
0: say like a four point seven five <laughs> out of five. You know things. So it was. Did uh, he come
1: home and tell you what you forgot each day?
0: No, 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 no. Like one day, I asked him like, "Why didn't you eat?" You know more of your lunch, and he's like, "Oh no, I didn't have time." And then I'm like going through it, and I'm like, "You didn't have a fork," and he's like, "Oh yeah, that's why." <laughs> I'm like, "Yeah, I forgot your fork." You know, forgot your napkin on day one. Forgot the joke one day but uh, yeah, by the end man we got it all yeah, figured out we got it all figured out I got one more day on Monday and then Kiela comes back on Monday night and then uh, dude, it's been just crazy because what last last weekend was my camp so basically Friday night I went and met some dudes out at 18 road and we went for a ride and it has just been like blur since then go it. since then yeah it was two days of camp Monday morning I dropped Kiela off at the airport And it's just been, uh, yeah, kids and and stuff. It's good. I mean, it's fun to have, um, like, a focus Mm -hmm. and a mission. But I can see that I'm definitely not – this isn't sustainable. (laughs) (laughs) I am using more energy, slightly more energy every day than I am replenishing. (laughs) (laughs) And if I had to do this for, like, two or three weeks – Like yeah, I would have to prepare prepare a little more ahead of time. Yeah, I mean the thing is too is I'm still I'm you know I'm fucking going out riding my bike. I'm going on my mace run. I'm you know I'm still doing stuff. Then this morning I had a clinic, so it's uh, it's all good stuff. But probably
1: makes you have not saying you didn't before, but probably makes you have a good healthy respect for single parents. Out there trying, oh for sure. Out there, man. out there trying to do the dance by themselves. Dude, yeah. That I, can't be easy. It's
0: not. Yeah, it can't <sighs> be easy, man. I don't know how It can't be easy. Uh yeah. I mean you'd say yeah, say what you will, raising kids was definitely meant to be a team effort. Yeah. And yeah, doing it uh doing it on your own is definitely much, much harder. Yeah. So yeah, respect if that's the situation that you're in. But uh also try to avoid that fucking situation like the plague as well like make smart decisions you know either with your spouse or not fucking yeah knocking up the wrong chick or (laughs) you do it once like maybe not twice maybe not five times you know what i mean i don't know we've talked about it before before? some people it's like what the fuck is wrong with you you? like how many times you got to make this you same know, mistake. Same mistake. a big mistake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, uh... Let's not go but, down that road. Yeah. I don't have the energy to go down that road. So, yeah. I don't either. I'm
1: glad you're surviving. The kids all seem in one piece. Yeah. They seem healthy and normal today. Yeah. When man. I saw them,
0: so... We're going to do some uh Fruit Fall Festival with Z. Nice. At the, uh... He's out there pre-gaming
1: right now with the, the caramel Apple. Yeah. Getting ready for the Fall Fest.
0: Yep. Oh, yeah, man. He is getting all fired up, so... I was going to, uh... That's right. I was going to have story time. I was going to tell you a story. So we'll... Okay, and we'll, wrap it with a story. We'll wrap it up with a... With a story. Okay. So... I got a bunch of these fucking things. And one... One's my topper. My king one. You've heard my best Italy story. Yeah. And, uh... I'll share that here one day.
1: Yeah, save that. We're, yeah. we're going
0: to save that one. Yeah, build up to that we'll one. We'll build up to that one. But, uh... Yeah, man. I, so if, if people don't know, I had a former life as a model uh, and ended up in Milan for a couple of months um, working, air quotes, as a model, which is basically just like partying at night and then running around uh, trying to find addresses and going to casting calls during the day. And one of the things that they would do at night is it's called imaging it's still a thing but you basically pay models to go hang out at your club Mm -hmm. and you know you got beautiful people hanging out there and then other people will come too that's the the idea and so like that's a, a way like i probably i made more money imaging than i did modeling um the short time that i was there and so we had this dude who you know we uh And again, at the time, I'm living in this model's apartment in, you know, not the best part of Milan, um, with these four other guys, and me and this other dude were, like, really good friends. He was my roommate. We were good friends. And so, him and I, uh, we had this guy that we would, he would get his jobs, imaging, and so they had this thing coming up, it was called the Fiesta de la Dona, the, like, Day of the Woman or whatever, like, you know, part of, like... Festival of the woman. And it's like a woman's day thing. And so they're like, Yeah, yeah, I yeah, man, it's a big thing. We're gonna, you know, we're gonna hire you guys to go and image at this club. You're gonna get paid like, you know, more than usual. Usually it was like a hundred bucks a night. They're gonna give us like hundred and fifty or something. And and uh but it was it was they're hyping it all up. Man, there's gonna be all these girls there, it's gonna be, you know, girls and it's the the women's festival and you guys are gonna be just like you know partying you know there with all these girls right and so like shit's like the day is coming up and we keep asking the guy like all right man where are we going like what how is this working and he keeps putting us off and finally he's like we're like a day or two out and he's like all right all right i got something lined up for you guys it's like out in this fucking town that's like an hour like fucking less than an hour away from the swiss swiss border or some shit like that like way out of fucking milan man it's like wait a minute what like, where the fuck are you taking us, man? Some mountain town? But It's like, whatever, man, whatever, all right. You know, he says it's legit. So we fucking go. Me and my buddy are there. <laughs> and it's like these two other dudes, too. And, man, we show up to this place. And we're driving for, like, a couple hours. And we should get there. And uh, I remember on the way, we fucking scored some... Uh, we Earlier, we had scored some fucking bunk ecstasy. Luckily, it was bunk. <laughs> I'm so glad it was bunk, man. <laughs> Because we fucking, you know, took it, we're getting all excited, like, dude, we're going to show up to this club, there's going to be all these chicks, we're going to be like these fucking, you know, gods in front of these (laughs) chicks dancing, and they're just going to be like, yeah! (laughs) And we show up, man, it is like this fucking, like, you know, little mountain town bar, and it's like 75% dudes. Oh, God. Yeah. And we walk in and like, you know, everyone turns around and looks at us and it's mm-hmm. like, and you know, the, and there's like a DJ there, mm-hmm. you know, cause it's fucking Italy. So there's a DJ everywhere. And, uh, they're like, you know, oh, you know, blah, blah, blah. It's like, the, you know, the models here for the Fiesta della la Dona. And you just see like all the dudes turn around and look at us. And it's like, oh, dude, what is going <laughs> on here, man? Because they wanted us to fucking go out and fucking go dance around in our underwear. Are Are right? you serious? yeah but yeah it, yeah man they didn't yes. tell
1: you this ahead of time
0: not all of it no <laughs> well you know when they tell you like hey we want you to like you know not get naked but it's like hey you're just gonna fucking strip down to like your box of shorts or whatever and you're gonna go out and dance in front of a bunch of girls and they're all just gonna be like yeah mm-hmm. and you're gonna like get paid money and it's gonna be awesome right like okay, you know enough. what 20 fucking one year old dude doesn't want to do that right so I probably would have done it for free <laughs> right exactly <laughs> <laughs> Give so, me a free beer for the Yeah, exactly. I'm there, right? right. And uh <laughs> might do that anyway. Oh my god. Yeah, so but so but when you show up and, you, and we're it's like all dude, worse. we're Dude, we're fucking hours. Oh, you know, it's not like we can just fuck this place, jump Ballets, on a subway, right. we're bouncing, man. We are and we need this dude to get us back home and it's like, "Oh my god, we're fucking stuck here." And so we had to, we're in this back room, man, pounding beers to try trying to get the fucking, <laughs> get like, the courage. courage. And we fucking, yeah, so, like, you know, we go out there. I think I still had, like, my shirt on, like, unbuttoned and, like, you know, the fucking <laughs> boxer shorts or whatever. It's like, oh, my God. And, you know, dude, as models, you're kind of used to, like, you know, hey, put this on and fucking model. And, and it's just, like, chair, right? it's part of the fucking deal, man. And, uh, and. Yeah, so we had to go out, man, and we go out, and we're like, you know, standing in front of the DJ, had some fucking little, like, space <laughs> on the stage for us, and we're sitting there trying to dance, and dude, it's just this sea of dudes looking at us, like, what, like, just what is contempt happening? in their eyes, man, like, what the fuck is this bullshit, because, you know, they're here with their chicks, right? And so it's like, and they brought these dudes, it's like, no, this is not what, if it was just a bunch of chicks here partying and it you brought sense. these dudes in for these chicks, it makes sense. But there are dudes here with their chicks and not you know, yeah, none of the here. chicks were like, you know, there weren't like all these girls who are, it was like, you could tell like these girls were with these dudes and oh my God, dude, it was so hard. And, and like at one <laughs> point, you know, we're fucking dancing like, you gotta go like, you know, dance with the girls. And we're like... Which girls, man, are you fucking talking about? And so we saw this table where there was like, you know, three girls sitting by themselves, you know, not the most attractive ones in the joint. And it's like, all right. So, you know, we end up like going over there, like sitting in their table and like, you know, hey, you know, uh, like trying to talk to them. And they're just like, what the fuck? it's so awkward and so we end up like going back i'm
1: uncomfortable just hearing this dude this is making me
0: like kind of like i'm getting like a little my palms are getting a little sweaty this is bad oh my god so we end up back in the room you know our little back dressing room i remember the dude comes back and he's like hey what's going on like you guys are supposed to be out there dancing man you're out there for like five minutes and we're like Fuck you, man! Like, what do you want? We're dying out there, bro. <laughs> and you know, finally, he convinces us to like go back out there. And he's like, "Fine, you know, just go out there, stand in front of the DJ, dance, you know, drink beer, you know, just try and have a good time." And uh, I think you know, we put a little bit more clothes on or something like that. I was like, but yeah, I ended up just you know, that's what we did. We just stayed out there in front of the fucking DJ, kind of like doing was fucking. You know, they night at the Rocks. Maybe. Yeah, yeah, exactly, man. Like we were not feeling anything. Like just like smoking cigarettes and drinking beers and just like like what is this shit, man? And and we get back and the fucking dude never paid us for the fucking night. Oh goodness. Yeah, he stiffed us, man. We didn't get the money. It was always one of those. Oh, I'll get you later. I'll get you later. I'll get you later. And it's like, dude, we never fucking got the never money for that dime. fucking bullshit. It's like, are you kidding me? So. Anyways, that's a good there you story. go. That was my... That's fucking good. <laughs> that's good. That's really good.
1: I don't think I've heard that one yet. No, nah, I'm glad you've retold it. I've heard quite a few of the modeling stories.
0: Yeah. No, that's, that's, a, that's an obscure one. I don't... Know. It's one that doesn't always pop into my mind. That's why like it popped into my mind earlier. and I was like, I'm going to tell Rob What made you think about story. that? What? I don't have any idea, dude. <laughs> I have no idea. Just all of a sudden, just... I mean, there is an image etched indelibly in my mind of standing in front of this fucking dj booth looking out on this crowd (laughs) and going what the fuck am i doing here like what is going
1: on i can only imagine like i said you just telling me that and me trying to like put myself there seriously made me uncomfortable dude i was like sweating a little bit like just the awkwardness and how uncomfortable that would have been oh my god
0: dude I can't even imagine. You can see why I'm glad the ecstasy was bunk. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you
1: were having a good time, like yeah, getting into it and shit.
0: Dude, I probably would have freaked. Like not, I don't know. Or who knows? I don't know, who man. Knows? Yeah, yeah, maybe I would have made it worse. I thought I would have been like, it would have been horrible because I would have been all like, oh, this is a bad scene. Like I don't know, maybe ecstasy's not like acid. Maybe you just fucking. It's not like acid. No. no maybe You different, just different have a trip. good time every yeah, time. You pretty much have a good time. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I've never. Heard, I don't. No, I've never heard of anybody having a bad ecstasy experience. Oh,
0: okay. Yeah. Well, then I'm glad I wasn't fucking feeling <laughs> Yeah, an that's ant. what I'm saying. That's probably I, good. Yeah, it's I was- probably good it wasn't working. We were at the right level, dude. It was like, <laughs> god damn, yeah. Oh, my goodness. So, anyways. That's a great story. On that note. We'll end it right there. We'll end it there. All right. See so, ya. <laughs> see ya. Thank you for listening to the Grumpy Guy BJJ podcast.
1: Thank you all for listening. You can find us on Podbean, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and wherever else you listen to podcasts. Please make sure to subscribe and leave us a review. It really does help and will allow us to keep putting out episodes. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas, hit us up at grumpyguybjj at gmail.com. Also, go to our website, grumpyguybjj.com, and get signed up for podcast updates and get our free BJJ Improvement Starter Kit. That's it for now. So get on the mat, train hard, and talk to you all next week. No trace of the tools. Shaped into face, fuck the rules. Snooze, you lose. One eye always open. It. it times two. No clue, but soon a brief soon I give you a view to choose. Stay tuned. Include won't conclude. To the end is near. Beware, there's consequences. But what you do? To me, me demon a devil of many levels. I keep on beating for several of them rebels. Me, myself, he died. Me, myself, he died.